Hello, 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 and thank you again for tuning in to this podcast. It is your girl, none other, Monique Allen, and I am back again with another podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Sounded like Fat Albert. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I am doing all right. I had a doctor's appointment today, and they said that the baby is doing well. I've gained a little bit of weight, y'all, so I got to slow it down. Not that I have to because it's the baby fault, you know what I mean? It's not the whole hoes or no fault. No, it's the it's the baby's fault. You know, he, she be wanting it, so I have to, you know, give it to her, if you know what I mean. But <clears throat> I missed you guys. I'm praying that everybody is being safe. I'm praying that everybody is doing what needs to be done to remain protected. I'm happy to be here um, to speak with you guys and encourage y'all because y'all have been booming. I want to give y'all a round of applause because y'all have been consistent on my page. Some of y'all have been going back to be refilled again. Some of you guys follow me on Instagram. And for those who just want to see who I am, what I look like, what I do, um, it's Monique underscore Allen underscore. Um, and, you know, we can just become a little bit more closer. If you are in need of a life coach, I still have appointments available this month. This month, I definitely lowered my prices. So if you are in need of life coaching, I need you to go on my Instagram page and I need you to book an appointment. And the prices have dropped tremendously because in my heart, I want to feed you guys. I want to do what I can to help. It's not always just about the money. Yes, bills have to get paid. Yes, things have to get done. But at the end of the day, if you're not willing to do what you can to help the people, then what is it really about? So for me, I lower my prices down so I can do whatever I can to help the people. So if you are somebody who are in need of a life coach to just have a conversation with or just to have somebody to just listen to your story because you know life has been tough or financially things been going wrong or your relationships are acting up your marriage is going left you don't have nobody to talk to because you don't trust nobody with your marriage or your relationship advice then come on over to me and I will love to assist you and once again like I said the prices have dropped but without further ado we are going to dive into relationships and Lately, I've been seeing a lot of people talking about how do I forgive? And, you know, we've been talking about forgiveness and stuff. And I've had a question that was stated, Monique, what do you do when you are dealing with infidelity in your marriage, but you somehow just can't get past that hurdle? So what I stated was, <laughs> have you forgive? that person have you forgiven him have you opened up and forgave when I say forgive I don't mean forgive as in um with words but did you take that person back because if you took that person back that was your way of of saying physically that you were willing to keep going with this process keep going with this relationship keep going in this journey with that person right but mentally now, this is the things that we don't talk about. Mentally, you have to still deal with that everyday mindset of knowing what happened. So now you're battling with, I forgave you physically, but mentally I continue to battle. That makes sense. So what you do is you have to constantly 
remind yourself because now it's a battle within your mind. And then sometimes you can tell the battle still goes on because you want to either throw it back in that person's face or you'll look at that person or something will trigger that same sensitive area that just happened to you that'll make you step back a bit and be like, you know what? I thought I was over this. I'm not over this. I'm struggling with this. I need help. You know what I mean? And you start wanting to go left on that person again, but you have to constantly remind yourself that if you have forgiven that person, then you have to continue to act as if you forgave them all while still battling in your mental on what you still need to forgive. And if I have to break that down some more, I promise y'all I can break it down some more if I have to, but just think about it. You have to work on your mental. So when you have those battles someday, because some days may be worse than others, especially if it's if it's, it just happened. If you just dealt with a infidelity in your marriage and things are happening in your marriage and you didn't expect it to happen to you and it just took your whole world and it's because now you feel betrayed. You feel like you've been, you know, um, you feel less than. And then sometimes we go into questioning ourselves like, what did I do so wrong? Or who do he think he is? Or should I have done things this way? No, 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 no. That was a self-made decision. So you have to be willing now to regroup yourself back up. And when he or she are, is to go out, you have to tell yourself, I trust this person. I know that if she or he gave me that word, that he would not or she would not do that to me again, then I have to believe in that. And keep my mind under subjection so we won't keep having these big old footholds in our relationship, even though I said I forgive. So it's a constant battle. And then sometimes you have to tell your your, your spouse that I'm still battling. I'm still battling. So I just need you to bear with me. And sometimes you have to tell them, I need you to tighten up a little bit. I need you to give me a little bit more in this season because... I don't trust you like I once did before because you ruined our trust. You have to be willing to have a line of communication and you have to be honest. Now, am I saying go to that spouse every single day because you're battling? No, because you still have to work on your own forgiveness. It's a personal thing now. Yes, you are the victim, but you still are. You still have the hurt. You still live with the hurt. So do not ever recite it. But also let him know you're still battling. It's okay to say that. And then allow him to give you time to keep healing. If you have to journal and write some things down on a book, then you journal and you write things down on a book to keep you elevated. I'm a spiritual life coach. So I'm only going to encourage you about the Lord. I can't encourage you about anything else. I've been through infidelity. I've been through all of that. But in order for me to come out, I either had to tell my husband things like, um... I need a moment or when he see me, when he seen me like questioning him on some things like, um, why are you going here? Uh, what time are you coming back there? He now realizes that she's battling. So then he, what he does is he will reassure me to let me know that it takes this. I'm going here. Not to say I'm going to be, you know, on his every beck and call, but he knows that some areas that I used to didn't do, I'm doing now because I'm trying to rebuild that trust again, if that makes sense. So it's just something like that. You have to continuously keep each other together by sticking for each other because a marriage is not perfect. Anybody you see in a relationship that was for 25 years up, 10 years up, 
They've been through some stuff. Nobody relationship was smooth sail. But if this is your companion, if this is your life partner, if this is somebody that you said for better or for worse, for rich or for poor, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish, to honor and to obey, those are vows till death do us part. Those are vows. And sometimes those vows tend to be broken. But if y'all can mend it back together and remain in that solitude with staying together and not being shaken up, but allowing each other to go, allowing each other to go through those um, hurdles, then y'all can still come back out on top. And it's only going to make y'all stronger. Now, what I'm saying is bypass the situation eventually once you fully heal. But you have to keep that tunnel vision knowing that you're not going to always have this feeling. If he or she is not going to keep doing what they're doing and they just messed up, then you're going to build that trust again. Because he or she is going to do whatever he has to do or she has to do. And they're going to make sure that they do what they can. But you have to do your part too, even though you're still hurting. And you have to still remind yourself, he loves me. He's not going to do it again. You know, you have to build that trust again, knowing that. So what do you do, Monique, if this happened more than once? You have to ask yourself, is this something that you're willing to do? Because you still have choices and you still have options. You still have counseling. You still have life coachings. You have, you have ways where you can go about things before throwing in the towel completely. Because you got to remember, you guys are two imperfect people trying to figure this world we call life out. And you also are growing up together. So who you was a couple years ago is not who you are today. So sometimes life takes us for a loop. And that could be through finances, infidelity, um, anything, communication, sex. So it's not just about infidelity. That's in any category that can hinder your relationship. So me personally, our job, and I'm saying our because I'm in a marriage, is to continue to keep ourselves encouraged and be and remain selfless. Because when you become selfish, that's when things tend to happen. So if you remain selfless and he remains selfless, and what I mean by selfless means denying yourself and always making sure that he's good and denying yourself to make sure that she's good, if that makes sense. If y'all are continuously doing what makes each other happy with denying yourselves to even this situation out, it's kind of hard to break. Because now you're building on a foundation that's not so easily broken. Because you're constantly trying to see what you can do to keep this marriage flowing effectively. And it takes time. And it takes trial and error. And it takes a lot of other things that can have, that may have to happen in your relationship in order for your marriage to remain solid. Now, am I giving anybody a free pass to go out and cheat? No. Now, am I giving you a free pass to do what you want to do? No. No, ma'am. No, sir. We don't do that. Um, Because that leaves room for the enemy. But what I'm saying is expect to know that things may happen in your marriage. And yes, it's going to hurt. But you have to still find ways to bring each other back together. You know, you just never know. You just never know. 
But that still doesn't give us a free pass to do wrong because we're still always denying ourselves. Right? So when things happen, we have to get to the surface on how did it happen where you remain where you started to become selfish and not selfless. And y'all need to talk about that at the table or go out to eat so y'all y'all can work on that arguing. Cause if because one thing I can say about when infidelity kicks in is we tend to lash out argue because we're so hurt, right? So when when you know you can't do all of that yelling and screaming, the best thing to do to have self-control, if you have it, because I've seen people overreact in public and they did not care. But if you know you're that person that is reserved and you don't want to embarrass yourself like that, you will go into a restaurant and you will have those conversations. And you let them know when we go to this restaurant so you don't catch nobody by surprise, we're going to talk about some things that's going to be uncomfortable. Are you okay with that? And he he or she will say yes, and you go from there. But you have to find a way to communicate even during hard times. And a lot of people in their marriages won't tell you these things because they don't want to be um, encouraging others on things that happen. But if you were to ever ask anybody in their marriage that have been together 10 years plus, have they ever dealt with any infidelity? They're going to tell you yes. And I know it's going to bother you like, well, how in the world is marriage supposed to be? And all those questions start to come in, right? But you have to be reminded that you are both two imperfect people trying to figure this thing we call life out. So this is why you have to be constant and rooted and strong minded when it comes down to your marriages. And this is what millennials don't know about because they're still trying to have one foot in the world and one foot out. And they're wondering why. I can't see myself being married because I can't. One of the girls I seen on um, TV said, um, and if we're all adults on here, I'm just going to be raw. Um, It's too many dicks out here to be, um, what did she say? To be out here settling down for one. Do you see that mindset? Do you see how how she, she makes herself be available for all men? And then she's she's going to be the very woman, the very woman that says she's never complete, never happy and can never settle down to find a good man because um, everybody she messes with only wants to have sex. But that's where your mindset is at. And you're only going to attract what you attract. So you cannot be this woman out here or this man saying that you're looking for a six figure man or a, a woman and you only making 20,000 20, a year. How fair is that? Now, if you do, kudos to you. But don't expect somebody to be over the top, perfect, body shaped like a Coke bottle, his six pack, he a bodybuilder, good eyes, got good credit and perfect teeth. And then you're not doing what you're supposed to do on your end. This is a relationship, not a one-ship. And this is why I became a relationship coach specializing under biblical principles because we need to get back to the root of who we really are. If you don't know who you are, you're going to chase after any and everything because you're trying to either fill voids, one, or you're going to be trying to fulfill something that's temporarily of what you're going through, but then on reality, it never was nothing but just a moment. So you tend to hurt people and don't know you're hurting them because you're only fulfilling what 
your mind, your body's in need of. And then you go running off saying you can't find a good man. So this is why I teach and I encourage you guys to always self self take an examination of yourself. Because if you don't, you will constantly be battling through the same cycles because you're not willing to see yourself under construction. You have to see yourself under construction in order for you to understand who you are. And you have to be willing to deal with the honesty of it. Because it's not going to come easy. And it's not going to come fair. But you have to be willing to deal with it like a big girl or a big boy and do what needs to be done. Before I got married, I'm going to tell it myself. Before I got married, I was so damaged and I didn't even know it until my husband today, which he wasn't then at the time, told me he was going to leave me because he got tired of me treating him like my past relationships. So I was coming to him with trauma. I was coming to him with my hurt. I was coming to him with my triggers. And this is why I try to teach you guys that you have to deal with yourself, those innermost things, those thinking, thinking, though, that if they were to go out, where you think you going? And he ain't even done no infidelity. You just already ready to hop on because of what Nook Nook done did to you. And now you're mad when you have to rechange and re- re- replenish your mind, change your focus, remind yourself that that is not who he is give him a clean slate and don't see him as every of every single you know they say what one man doing they all doing it that is a myth everybody is different in their own way you have some men that still want to be a bachelor have a good time and have sex with every woman in the world you got some women that's the same way but then you have some men and women that really wants to settle down and just be loved effectively because they've done the work They've done the work. They have done the internal and external. They have called and seek the Lord on everything. And now they're just waiting for a matter of time before that man or that woman comes into flourishing and then they can now put their works into service. So everybody is not on the same category. You just have to stop chasing after the same thing, which means you have to work on yourself, shift your focus, change your mindset, and know that you are somewhat of the problem. And that's going to hurt. <laughs> but you got to chew this up and eat it and not regurgitate it because you want to do better. You want to be in a successful marriage. And success always does not come easy. But if y'all remain strong for each other, stick up for each other, be there for each other, y'all against the world, and God is in the center of it all, baby, y'all going to be a force to be reckoned with. Trust me when I tell you. So when you hear millennials say, I don't know how you married so young, it's because I already knew who I was I was, and who I was becoming. So to me, the games were over. I didn't have a desire to want to keep chasing at the time, Dick and Harry. I didn't. He didn't either. He was already knowing what he wanted. We had children already. Like We knew what we wanted. So why wait on it? Why not do what's right? Why not come under God's covenant so he can bless and reign all on us? Because we're in his will now. Because outside of marriage, it's outside of his will. You can't ask God to bless something that's outside of his will. 
And I know that's touchy for some of y'all because you like, well, listen, I wasn't raised religious. I can't, but I'm, but you have somebody that's here right now, loving you enough, encouraging you enough to tell you some things that I had to work hard for. Got my tail beat, not physically, but spiritually, because this is all what God was trying to show me. Is that in me? It's benefiting me. But if you're outside of my will, I really can't bless you how I want to bless you. So stop asking me for things that's outside of my will because I'm not going to give you that. I can't favor you in this area because you're not in my will. My will says be become equally yoked. My will says be married. My, my, my will says that I have a, um, hope for you. It's to prosper you, to give you hope in the future and expect it in. But when you go out doing what you want to do, it's kind of hard to bless you. So yes, you're going to have to do a lot of things to study yourself to be approved by God by getting to know who you are in God's kingdom. But overall, if you have God as the center of your marriage, if you are remaining selfless to do what you can to please him, and he remains selfless to do what he can to please woman, then y'all cannot go wrong because y'all are always constantly trying to figure out what y'all can do to remain happy. And y'all need to take these down because these are jewels that I had to work hard for. I, I didn't just pick up this in Tuesday and just got excited for Friday. No, I had to live this stuff out. And I found my purpose first in Jesus. Then that's when man started to make sense here on earth where I can serve him effectively. Because the way I was raised was my mother taught me, not no disrespect to my mother, y'all know I love my mama now, but she taught me how to be independent. And to not depend on no man to do nothing for me. Because she was an independent woman, if that makes sense. And the marriage she was in with my father did not go well. So she was not going to teach me how to submit to a man if she didn't know how to submit to a man, if that makes sense. So she only could teach me what she knew at that time or her own personal experiences. So you're raising a child who is now grown. And here come this man trying to tell me what to do and how to do it. And I'm looking at him like, bro, you don't qualify for that. You ain't talking to me like that. And I had to learn this stuff, right? But the Lord himself had to show me how I could be submissive to him. God, I had to be submissive to God first. I had to literally deny myself to the Lord first. And then he showed me how to deny myself to my husband and serve him as I serve God. And now everything I'm doing, it falls into place. Blessings flowing, all kind of things flowing. Because I'm learning now who I am in Christ. And it works out while I'm here on earth, if that makes sense. So I just wanted to encourage you guys that infidelity, you can bring that back um, in your marriage. You just have to willing to want it. And the person who has hurt you has to be willing to do what it takes to keep that foundation as well. Work together, never against each other. When you have those moments, I need you to refocus yourself. I need you to talk to yourself. And if some days are harder than others, then you take that time and you tell that spouse so they can understand and they can do what they can to help. But other than that, it is possible. Am I giving anybody a free pass? No, ma'am. No, sir. It is not fear to hurt somebody that you love, especially when they do all that they can to be selfless towards you. So cherish each other, love each other. And if you are listening to this and you are single, baby, collect these jewels. 
collect these jewels so that way when you get in your marriage and this happens to you, you're going to deal with the hurts because you have to deal with the hurt. You cannot just say I'm hurt, but it is what it is. You're going to be good. You're going to deal with every negative, toxic thing that comes to your mind. Either I want to punch him, I want to kill him, I want to slap him, I want to... You're going to have all that. So feel it. Go through it. But at the end of the day, if you have accepted that person to stay with that person, then you have to now work on your mental every single day until you become healed. I hope this made sense. I love y'all so much. We're growing in this season. If you're a millennial, please take these down so we can show other millennials that marriage is possible. Marriage is necessary. Marriage has value. Marriage has benefits if you're in Christ. And it's so much good that come in marriages that you don't want to miss out. And if you're a person that's single right now and you feel like God is now showing you who you are, embrace the who you are moment. Because that's a beautiful moment. Because it's also getting you ready for that person that's going to come in your life and you're going to come one with them. God is not going to have a relationship with you and not prepare you for what's getting ready to happen with you and that person. He's going to mature you. He's going to do a lot of things. Now, I'm not saying when you get in this marriage, you're going to be so perfect and nothing's going to happen. No, but he's going to equip you for those moments, for when those times come. So I hope this made sense. I love you guys so much. And if you guys want me to talk about anything else as far as relationships or just having a relationship with God, I'm all for it. Don't be scared. Come talk to me. You can even talk to me on here by um, DMing me or you can um, find me on Instagram at Monique underscore Allen underscore. And I would love to assist you. So um, we're going to close out in prayer. And if you need a part two, let me know. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just want to just say thank you, Lord God, for this day. Thank you, Father God, that you have allowed your life coaches and your people who are in position to encourage others who are going through right now, whether that's infidelity, financial problems, sex problems, anything in a relationship, Father God, that they may feel like it is not possible to come out of, that you are a God of the impossible, that you can turn all the impossible things possible. I just read in your word that you said that to man, it is impossible, but to God, all things are possible, Lord God. So we want to stand on your word today, knowing that whoever is going through anything in their relationship, in their marriages, and anything that ties into relationship, that you will let them know, Lord God, that it can be mended. It can be fixed. If they are willing to come together, they are willing to forgive each other, then you give them the proper mindset in this season, Lord God, to do what needs to be done, oh God, so they can remain whole and steadfast and not give up on something that has brought them together in oneness in you, Lord God. You are a God that never fails, Lord God. So as they keep you as the center of their relationship, Father God, then it's impossible for their marriage to fall. It's not going to stop things that's going to continue to happen in their lives, oh God, but you're going to show them the way out even, even the more. You're going to give them strength every time they come out. You're going to give them more power because they're going to conquer every season of their lives. You're going to show them how to be for each other and never against each other, Lord God. So even in tough times, and if it's the finances or anything, Father God, order their steps, oh God. Show them how to remain steadfast. Show them how to remain selfless for each other and not selfish, Lord God. Show them that 
You are a God that if they're in, you're in a center, Lord God, to anything that they ask for, Lord God, that you would do it, oh God. So allow them to increase their relationship even the more in this season if they're struggling in their relationships, Lord God, because we know that you are a God that is able to do the exceedingly and the abundantly over all that we can ever ask or think. So I just thank you for being God. I thank you for coming to see about your children. I thank you for showing a love that's unconditional. I thank you for sending your son, Jesus, who died for sin and knew we now know no sin, Lord God. So I just thank you that we have a clean slate with you, oh God. So we have a clean slate with you, oh God. I pray that the person that's dealing with the infidelity gives that person a clean slate in due time, Lord God. It takes time, but show them how to have a clean slate, oh God, in the name of Jesus, because you said to forgive 70 times, 70, oh God. And it's not easy, Lord God, but show them how to journal. Show them how to pray. Show them how to write scriptures down and live and stand on it, oh God. Show them a new way to fight, oh God, so they can know that you are in the midst of it all, Lord God. And they don't have to worry. They don't have to fret, but they know that you are with them even in this time, oh God. Give them strength. Structure, oh God, give them a newness of thinking, oh God, and allow this to build their relationship even the more stronger, even though it was a tough situation that they both had to endure, oh God. Continue to cover their children, cover their homes, cover their finances, Lord God. If this is the person that's just single, who was waiting for their mate, continue to structure them, oh God. Continue to let them know about what marriage is really like, oh God, so when they walk into it, it's not foreign to them, Lord God. Continue to just learn everything they need to learn, oh God, so when marriage comes, they can go in like, for like a full effect, knowing what it is and what needs to be required and what needs to be done, oh God. Show them how to learn, oh God, as a clean slate, like a baby, oh God, but not going thinking that they know everything, but going and knowing that they got each other back oh god remaining selfless because that's the first start oh god and i just thank you i thank you for ordering their steps i thank you for allowing them to have a uh, listen to me on this podcast humble as i know how to be oh god because it's nothing about me but it has everything to do with you and that's turning things around back to your kingdom oh god because your kingdom is still gonna stand all while this water still doing what it needs to do so I just thank you. Forgive us of our sins, oh God. We have done anything on today that can cause us to be hindered in any kind of way. We ask for forgiveness right now, oh God. We ask for a clean slate, oh God. We're going to continue to put the mind of Christ on. We're going to continue to walk out our path for what you have in store for us. And we're going to continue to get ready for what's going to come in our lives, oh God. Eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. So I just thank you, oh God, for what's going to happen over their lives. I thank you, Father God, that you already have ordered their steps. I thank you, Lord God, that you're showing them a better relationship between you and them, oh God. And I pray that you continue to just strengthen them, even in their hard times, oh God. Depression cannot take you out. Anxiety cannot take you out. Low self-esteem cannot take you out. Marital issues cannot take higher. Whoo, hallelujah. Marital issues cannot take you out. Anything children situations happening with your children will not take you out. It's just the season. And that season is not going to last always. There's a song that I used to say, trouble does not last away. So at the end of the day, go through your season, but just know you're going to come out 10 times stronger and you're going to come out not smelling like smoke. So I just thank you, Lord God, for this season, for this person, because even though they may see it as a season of 
turmoil, as a season of so much going on. I don't know what it is, but it's you that's orchestrating them. It's you that's positioning them. It's you that's pruning them, oh God. It's you that's sending ways, oh God, that they didn't think they can change it. But Lord God, one of your fruits of the spirit is long suffering, oh God. And and the the reason why you work well in long suffering is because you begin to deny yourself. You can't even trust your own thinking no more. You can't even trust the way you talk and how you go about things. So when you remain selfless that's when God gets to do what he wants to do and that's rain all over you do what he can so yes suffering may feel like something crazy but to God he knows it's building good character on you so continue to persevere through this season continue to push through towards the mark continue to call on your father continue to stand on scriptures to keep yourself rooted in him because all things work together for the good of those that believe and that are called according to his purpose so you are right where you need to be even though it doesn't feel good so i continue to ask god to just give you strength on this season strength on today give you clarity provision give you visions to let you know what's getting ready to happen and give you excitement in the midst of this season and i just thank you and i glorify your name oh god and that is in jesus name we pray amen and amen i love you guys as you know god loves you more we're gonna grow in this season If you need any questions, don't be afraid. We are here learning every single day what we should and should not do. I cannot be a life coach if I don't go through things in life. So I encourage you to keep on moving, keep on pushing. Don't give up because of this season, because trouble will not last always. Have a good day.